Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. KIP, for short, brings you an exclusive look at the nature of humanity as we interface with culture and society in and out of our relationship with God. It explores the unique and contrasting position of having a biblical worldview versus a secular or societal worldview. I will explore these topics using the powerful and dynamic tools of the didactic narrative, teaching a relevant truth through storytelling, biblical exposition, teaching Bible principles, and of course, real talk. My background scans a diversity of over 35 years of work in education, government, law, ministry, business development, and consulting, respectively. Each guest speaker will bring a variety of wisdom and insight to life topics and situations that we encounter on a daily basis. So all I need you to do now as listeners is to sit back and enjoy the podcast, spread the word about KIPP, the Kingdom Influencing Podcast, and I will be your host, Derek L. Calhoun. That's hashtag K-I-P, hashtag K-I-P. Help me to make KIPP your favorite Friday podcast. Now, let's get started. What's going on, KIPP Nation? How are you all? It is a blessing to be alive today and an honor to say thank you to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for just another day in the land of the living. I pray that you're having a blessed day. I pray that your life is on course to fulfill your purpose. I pray that you are in a place where you understand that only fulfilling the will of God uh, is the ultimate, the ultimate way of, of living our lives, living in conjunction with the will of God and doing the will of God and pleasing God in such a way that when we get to heaven one day, he says to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. I want to help you with that uh, today and talk a little bit uh, about overcoming your past and just being in in that place where we can really uh, love God and and, uh, do his will for our lives. Um, So I'll be talking a little later on from the topic you can do without your past, but you cannot do anything without God. You can do without your past, but you cannot do anything without God. But first I want to remind you that on next week, um, we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving specials. Uh, and I have a special, special guest, uh, the pastor of Grace Life Ministries in Northbridge, Massachusetts, will be with us. Make sure that you uh, listen to uh, that Thanksgiving special. It's the day after Thanksgiving. Um, we'll be talking about the path of redemption, the path of redemption and There are lots of people in the body of Christ and those who are outside of the body who need access to the body, need to hear this message about the grace and the loving nature of God. And so uh, be sure to tune in on next Thursday or next Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, okay? I believe that'll be November 25th, so make sure you tune in for that message. But today, I want you to just walk with me slowly as I I talk you through 
a topic that is near and dear to my heart and a topic that many believers struggle with. Um, again, you, you can do without your past. You can do without your past. You really can. You can let your past go and move on. But you cannot do anything without God. And this is a season where the enemy is sending us smoke screens that we can move without God, that we can prosper without God, that we can have good health without God, that we can just do what we want to do without God. And I'm telling you today that we need God in this season more than we've ever needed him before. The scripture clearly declares that God is the true vine. Matter of fact, Jesus said, um, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. So I want you to understand this, the God of truth and not lies. He's, our God is the God of truth and not lies. The gardener is a defender of the, of the truth, while the vine is the highway of truth. G God is the gardener, the defender of truth, while the vine is the highway of truth of truth and we need to be in tune with that we need to understand that God is taking us somewhere using uh, truth and we're able to access the places where God wants us to go through the vine uh, Jesus he is the highway of truth so um, the next thing I want you to remember is he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. God prunes us so that we can be more fruitful. So some of you are in positions and places where God is seemingly cutting you back. Like you're not where you used to be and you feel like you're going backwards in life and like things are spinning around in reverse. But I want you to know that just because things are being cut off from you just because you appear in this season of your life not to be as fruitful as you've been it does not mean that God is not with you so God alone judges the, pro the productive from the unproductive so productivity in the kingdom is exclusive to whose directive you are following if you're following the directive of God you will be productive if you're doing your own thing you may get a false productivity that will end in demise or end in dysfunction okay you the third thing you are already clean because of the word i have spoken to you jesus said these words and he said it to the disciples and he's saying it even today that we're clean because of the word that god speaks to us that jesus speaks to us that's why it's important to understand we can do without our past but we cannot do without God the word of God in our lives makes a difference that's why we need to read it that's why we need to listen to it that's why we need to, to pray with it that's why we need to meditate on it that's why we can some at some points you know there are scriptures on YouTube where you can fall asleep at night listening to the word of God we need the word it gives us direction it's a lamp unto our pathway and a light unto our feet and these points that i'm reading for you today are taken from john saint john the 15th chapter and i'm just kind of breaking down the first few verses so then the scripture goes on to say remain in me remain in christ as i also remain in you no branch can bear fruit by itself 
It must remain in the vine. We need Jesus. We need God. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So you will never be successful by God's standards unless you follow or live according to his word. We'll never be successful in God's standards, doing our own thing and making up our own way. It's about his word. It's about his will. The fifth thing, Jesus said this, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So understand that Jesus is our lifeline and we will be unsuccessful without the light. We will be unsuccessful. Jesus is the light of the world without the light. So stop what you're doing and listen very carefully. God is moving by the sound of his voice. The pulse beat of his heart is clear to those who love him. However, we can love God and not be fully vested in his kingdom. There are many of us who love God. But we are not in the space that God would have us to be in. We're trying to avoid it. We're trying to hide. We're trying to run. We don't think we can do it. We don't think we have the tools. We don't think that we can accomplish it. Maybe the way we did it in the past. But the past is gone. You're standing in your present. And remember, your present you is better than your past you. Because your past you had to get to the point where it is by trial and error. Your current you can get to the point that you need to be using wisdom, the wisdom you acquired from your past. So stand steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the word of the Lord. So what does it mean? I talked about being vested. How, how are we fully vested in his kingdom, in God's kingdom? What does it mean to be vested? Oxford says to be vested is secured in possession or assigned to a person. Secured in possession of or assigned to a person. You have to be secure in what God has told you to do. Whether you're assigned to a person or whether you have something you need to do or whether God has given you a task using the gifts is secured in the possession. You have to be secure where you are protected or established by the law or contract you are protected under the blood-stained banner that's why we stay in him we stay in the vine and the vine stays in us of a person legally entitled to a future benefit as from a pension listen to me your future is blessed your future is blessed but you will never get to your blessed future if you hold on to your past. And maybe your past was blessed. But then let me say this, then your future can be more blessed. And maybe your past wasn't blessed. Then don't let what happened in your past stop what's getting ready to happen in your future. Don't let being in the pit stop you from getting to the palace. So understand this. Another definition that helps us to understand this vested of a person legally entitled to a future benefit as from a pension. I said that already. Okay. So the verb form of the word is the clearest denotative meaning, denotative dictionary meaning. So here is what I want you to hear. To be vested, to confer or bestow power, authority, property on someone. God has given you power. 
Mm-hmm. He has given you power. Power to become the sons and daughters of God. Power. Similar. Uh, a similar definition to entrust, to invest in, to bestow on, to confer, to grant, to give, to endow, to lodge, to lay in place, to put in the hands of, to give someone the legal right to power, property, etc. Of property, power, come into the possession of, to come into the possession of something. When you receive Christ in your life, you have come into the possession of of the excellency of Christ. The excellency is inside of us. The excellency of God is inside of us. And we have to realize that we're not the excellency, but he is the excellency. And so the power of God that lives inside of us has nothing to do with us, everything to do with him. But he, God himself, is the excellency of the power that lies within us. So here's a, 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 a real biblical understanding. John 1 and 12, I said it. This is the New International Version. Yet to all who did receive him, if we receive Christ, to those who believe in his name and believe in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. He gave us right to be his children. You have children. When you pass, there's nothing that you have that your children won't have ownership of of course, you got to leave all the right documents, but I'm saying it passes to your children. There are certain things in the earth that have been passed to us as long as we receive Christ and believe on his name. Are you catching this? So there's a posture for divine prosperity in Christ, and it may allow you to obtain favor. And that favor may include money, but that's not what I'm so wound up in is, is this money thing because money the love of money can be the root of all evil so having favor with god is the power to do what you couldn't do if god was not with you it, it's it's the blessed presence of god to help you the enabling power of god to get you through a situation or a circumstance that you can get through on your own so when you are with god and when you're in a relationship with god he has a vested interest in you, and you are vested in him. So it is about being in a vested relationship with God. At the end of the day, I want to be vested. But we cannot be in a vested relationship with God when we are tethered or bound to the trauma or traumas of our past. Because your past will hold you hostage. And you can't be hooked up with God and hostage with your past at the same time. You cannot go forward looking backward, and you can't move into your future when you are stuck in your past. Now, I know that's an oxymoron, but that's the honest-to-goodness truth. My wife coined this phrase, don't let your past choke your future. You will never be successful at the divine call or purposes with God in tow. In other words, God behind you. You need God in front of you. You need God to lead you. You need God to guide you. That's why we get up in the morning. We need to spend some time in prayer. We need to read the word. We need to hear the voice of God or do it before you go to bed. But this voice, this power of God that's in his word must be locked into our spirit. That's so that we have a vested interest in whatever it is that God has a vested interest in for that day. It's all about what God's will is for that day. 
in our life. So then you can do without your past, but you cannot do anything without God. We just can't. You may think you're doing something. You may think you're great. You may think you're having a a, a stellar career, leaving behind a powerful legacy, but it's nothing compared to the legacy or the career that you could have if you were in Christ. So God will cut your past off, but you can't continue to hold on to it. God will deliver you from your past, but if it's in your head, if it's in your heart, you're just messing up. Let me tell you what holding on to your past would do. First of all, about your past. Number one, it will never bless you. Number two, it will never fit into your future. And number three, it will only serve as a hindrance to future success, to future growth, and future development. So what is my what are my words to you in this podcast? Cut your past off. Stop looking backwards. Stop looking at who you were and ask God to show you who you are becoming. All right? I need you to listen to this very carefully. If you are abused mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually, and have not acknowledged it as so, it is acting as a weight around your neck, preventing you from having proper relationships with your spouse, friends, colleagues, and even your future endeavors. Get some help. Get with someone who can help you overcome your past, to overcome the uh, ravages of abuse. Get some help. Talk to someone who's been there, who's done that. Go to a counselor. Find a spiritual leader who can help you with this. But overcome it. You can overcome this bondage and this past uh, abuse simply by uh, praying to God, getting help, outside help, letting someone talk you and walk you through this, but remembering that we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. All right? So, here we go. I'm going to give you some, some more tips in this order. First, acknowledge these things before God. Two, talk to your spouse, a most trusted confidant, confidant, unless they are the source of your angst or the source of your betrayal or the source of your abuse. Then release it to God in forgiveness. Lastly, let your assailant know that, that this is the end of their reign of terror in your life. If necessary, take a step further and seek professional help and or advice. Remember this, the worst demons in the world are those that are attached to us in plain sight. These demons that are assigned to you, they keep a veil over your eyes in order to keep you shrouded in the darkness of your past. But Jesus is the light and he is the light of the world. And if you press into the power of Jesus, if you come into the place where Jesus is, he will give you deliverance from those demons who try to hold you or maintain this shroud of darkness in your life. All right. Remember this. Influence is the most well-traveled road because it is transversed by both the good and evil of this world. If I was Looking at it, one of my good friends, Dr. Calvin Brown, would use the Hebrew terms and roots of the word good. 
is function. And the word evil is dysfunction. So both function and dysfunction travel on the road to influence. But you cannot allow evil or dysfunction to dominate your life. Amen? You have to be able to walk this thing out. You have to be able to walk this thing out in the function of God and the power of God and the ability of God to overcome every obstacle that's in your life. So influence is like the internet. It can be used to spread both good and bad news. So you take your influence. You take your story. It is a part of your influence now. And share it with the world so that they can hear how God has helped you to overcome your past, to be successful in your future, in spite of all of the obstacles, the challenges, and the demonic entities that have tried to keep you bound in your past. No more zigzag. Zigzag is being burned. No more Lodabar. You are coming out of Lodabar. You are going to sit in the king's table. You are passing through the valley of the shadow of death. And I tell you that there is a table being prepared for you in the presence of your enemies. And your cup shall run over. Kib Nation, your cup is running over at the moment you let go of your past. You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Network. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun. I pray that you have a happy, happy Thanksgiving on next week. I pray that you share this podcast with your friends and with your network. I really, really need you to share this, Kip Nation. Share this with as many people as you can, as many times as you can. This will help the body of Christ move forward in spite of the world that we live in today. Remember, have a great holiday season. God bless you. Let go of your past. Don't let your past choke your future. This is your time, and the time is now. Go and influence the nations. Peace.